This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008. Or, as always, visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, at some point, most people come to accept that one of life's only guarantees is that things are going to change. Now, whether we want them to or not, Retirement is no different. As a Money Crashers article, Loving Ways Retirement Has Changed Over the Last 25 Years notes, the Social Security Act wasn't signed into law until 1935, and Medicare wasn't signed into law until 1965. It's difficult to imagine folks navigating retirement without these two programs, but many Americans had to do exactly that. And it wasn't just the development of government programs that's fueled transformative changes to retirement. That same Money Crashers article also explains that while pensions have been around since the 1870s, they didn't become common until the Internal Revenue Act of 1921 exempted contributions to employee pensions from federal corporate income tax. And don't forget that a mere 50 years ago, 401ks and IRAs, two retirement bedrocks for millions of contemporary Americans, hadn't been invented yet. But before we delve into any further into the power and importance of change when it comes to retirement, let me introduce my adaptable co-host, Tony Shore, <laughs> who has always shown himself to be cool, calm, and collected no matter what topic I throw at him. Ah. Hey, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, my philosophy is to roll with the punches, uh, and I think this is going to be an interesting conversation today. Now, I, I find it fascinating. You said uh, 50 years ago, 401ks and IRAs didn't even exist, and, right. and and a lot of people might, wow, you know, they've only they've been around for less than 50 years. But uh, of course, the reason they didn't exist 50 years ago is because there were pensions. If you work for a right. big company, you had a pension. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, that has gone the way of, I, as I always say, Albert, the pension has gone the way of the pension, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but, uh, but this is going to be an interesting conversation because there have been a lot of changes out there. Uh, but I've been great. I've had a good week. How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, just staying busy, finishing out summer. It's been a great uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, but other than that, just uh, trying to get a little bit of RR in between. Yeah. Yeah. I know you keep busy. So it was nice having a a longer weekend uh, this past week. But, you know, um, it's funny. uh, It reminds me of a quote. Our topic today reminds me of a quote about change from the English philosopher Sir Francis Bacon. 
and I think you can see why he's my favorite philosopher, to quote. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everybody loves bacon. Yep. Uh, but he said, he that will not apply new remedies must expect new evils, for time is the greatest innovator. So uh, you have to be able to roll with the changes, I think. And the older sure. I get, the more I realize that a, a key to a happy and fulfilling life and uh, probably the key to a fulfilling retirement is to not constantly pine for the way things used to be, uh, but embrace uh, the changes, right? Oh, that's so true, Tony. I think it's a great way to look at it. Uh, time is the greatest innovator, um, and I like that. Uh, the Money Crashers article is the uh, next piece of info uh, that some real Social Security benefits have declined, actually, over time. Um, it's certainly a doozy, but it's true. Uh, between 1975 and 1984, the Social Security Administration's annual cost of living adjustments averaged a healthy 7.7%, which, you know, outpaced inflation. And during that time, the highest cost of living bump was a truly stunning, check this out, 14.3%. Wow. But boy, oh boy, have things changed since 2009, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, from that year through 2020, the average cost of living adjustment was a decidedly stingy 1.38%. And in three of those years, there was, there was actually no cost of living adjustment. So accordingly, the article explains that Social Security's real world uh, purchasing power dropped a breathtaking 30% between 2000 and 2020. Wow. Well, I think that's uh, one reason right there why working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, to get that retirement strategy in place that's going to factor in Social Security but isn't going to overly rely on it is a really smart idea for some people, isn't it? Yes, I, I, you're so uh, right there, Tony. I think you nailed it there. Um, let's see at the next topic, or I should say the next big retirement planning change, uh, that more employers are transitioning from pensions to contribution accounts. Now, probably isn't much of a shock for most of our listeners. But remember, a mere 25 years ago, pensions were still fairly common. Uh, but in the years since, uh, there's been a tremendous acceleration in the shift away from pensions to contribution plans like 401ks and 403bs. Additionally, many pension funds are seeking to buy out their beneficiaries. Uh, in this process, the pension fund seeks to provide one-time payments through a process called de-risking. Um, basically, the benefit for the pension fund is the aforementioned one-time payment rather than lifetime payments. Now, while this is certainly a significant shift, many younger workers have access to employer-provided retirement accounts. And if they don't, they can work with the financial service professional to set up retirement income tools that may simultaneously suit their current needs and their retirement goals. Yeah. Well, and I think for most yo uh, younger workers um, that, uh, you know, if they're younger than, say, 50, pensions are an old-timey thing <laughs> that they hear their parents and grandparents talk about, like, black and white TV, right? <laughs> right. I think that's true. Um, but the shift from pensions to contributions accounts is a uh, good reminder that changes to retirement planning are inevitable, Tony. And speaking of contribution accounts, according to the article, a surprising 41% of full-time millennial workers don't have access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Uh, the rising tide of uh, 1099 
gig economy uh, worker is a significant contribution factor to that. Um, that said, the article goes on to explain that only 31% of millennials who have access to an employer-sponsored plan actually take advantage of it. Now, to me, that is a very concerning number. Ultimately, whether you have access to an employer plan or you have to go it alone, I believe it's important to get rolling with the savings tool long before retirement. Right. Yeah, uh, that's true. And change isn't something that simply just happens to us while we sit around passively. Sometimes we actually can spark positive change with the decisions that we make, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, change isn't always bad, as you say. In fact, another big change when it comes to uh, preparing for retirement is that Americans uh, simply aren't saving enough money. In fact, a truly alarming 42% of baby boomers have nothing saved. I mean, that's right, zero. The article points to another study that found that 70% of boomers who are saving for retirement still have less than $5,000 socked away. You see, when it comes to retiring, when you, when you want and how you want, saving and then saving some more and then saving a little more after that, well, can one of the most, it's probably one of the most important things you actually can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I think this has all been great. And I know you're more than happy to sit down and talk to our listeners about this. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, listeners, you know, as always, you can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or again, call my office if you have questions, 586-752-7008. And it is our goal to help you prepare for the retirement, obviously, you've worked so hard for. Yeah. And this has been a great episode of Own Your Retirement so far, but I know you have more you want to talk about. So let's uh, jump back into it. What's the next retirement change you have for us today? Well, in that same article, The Money Crashers, uh, Loving Ways Retirement Has Changed Over the Last 25 Years, uh, they next tell us that Americans are living longer than ever, which is certainly good news, right? As long as your retirement strategy uh, has you covered. So the average American life expectancy is currently about 78 and a half years. Uh, just 25 years ago, the average American life expectancy was about 75.4 years. Uh, so while a longer life gives you more time for adventures and hobbies, you also need enough money to pay for all of it. Remember, Social Security increases aren't guaranteed to keep pace with the cost of living, and pensions are fading. So consider working with a financial services professional to actually take advantage of the retirement tools you have at your disposal. And remember, you can even put together a combination of multiple retirement savings tools. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that makes sense, and I think that's really important. So, uh, and like you say, I mean, Social Security isn't guaranteed to make up for cost increases, and pensions are disappearing. You talked about that, and then how a lot of people aren't taking full advantage of uh, tools like 401ks or IRAs, and all of this means, everything you've been saying means you have to be working closely with a financial services professional because that's probably gonna be what you need to help maintain your preferred lifestyle after you retire, right? That's exactly right, Tony. And here's another piece that you have to be uh, mindful about too, rising healthcare costs. Oh, yeah. um, 
You know, that's another element of retirement that's changed a great deal Huge. during the last couple of decades. Yeah. Um, in fact, between 1992 and 2018, per capita healthcare spending in the United States jumped from $5,187 to $11,172, according to the article. And unfortunately, healthcare costs are likely to continue their upward trajectory. Now, Research from HealthView Services projects that lifetime healthcare costs for couples who are 65 will be nearly $540,000, Tony. And here's another gut punch. That figure doesn't include long-term care expenses. You see, future healthcare costs are a significant concern for nearly all of my clients. And, and one thing I always try to do when I'm chatting with them is to not sugarcoat the situation. In fact, healthcare is expensive. Um, it's that simple. But there may be strategies and tools that can help you get the protection you need without blowing up your retirement budget. Yeah, and I, I think financial confidence is really important. So something like a long-term care policy, it, it might not only protect your finances, but it'll also make you feel more confident about the years ahead, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, Medicare's Part uh, D prescription drug coverage um, makes a big change here too. In fact, it's uh, another significant change to retirements that's popped up in the last quarter century, I would say. Uh, the Medicare Prescription Drug Improvement and Modernization Act of 2003, which went into effect in 2006, uh, provided millions of Americans with new options for getting the prescriptions. Uh, specifically, the law implemented what we know today as Medicare Part D coverage, which allows private sector drug plans that are regulated by Medicare. Now, with these plans, retirees may pay a monthly fee in exchange for lower prescription prices. I think these plans are a great option, actually, but there are also other tools and products that I urge uh, retirees to consider before making a final decision, including prescription drug discount cards. Now, prescription drug coverage as we age is obviously very important, and navigating the process of finding the resources you need can be tricky, so don't hesitate to reach out for help. Well, yeah, and I think it's fair to say that Medicare Part D has made a positive impact on the retirement of a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. And Part D isn't the only uh, titanic change uh, here, Tony, that's come to Medicare in the last 25 years. Medicare Advantage plans, which began gaining traction in the late 1990s, have become another tool that plenty of retirees rely on. Also called Medicare Part C, these are private plans regulated by Medicare that provide the policyholder with additional services. You'll often see Medicare Advantage policy billed as an all-in-one plans because they provide enhanced coverage beyond traditional Medicare for things like dental and vision. But just bear in mind that these plans require you to pay an additional premium. Now, though there's little question these plans are increasingly popular, they share some of the same complexities, I should say, that we addressed a couple of minutes ago with prescription drug plans, which means you should do your homework, shop around, and ask for help before you make any final decisions. Yeah, good advice right there. And You know, when I think about people in my own life who are retired or maybe they're nearing a traditional retirement age, it seems like a lot of them have retired later or plan on retiring later in life. Have you noticed that? 
I, I have. I certainly have. And, you know, the data also backs it up. As the uh, article explains, in 1990, a mere 38% of Americans between the ages of 62 and 64 were still working. Today, that number is 53%. Wow. Furthermore, in 1997, 57% of men began receiving Social Security at 62. But today, the number of men taking their benefit at age 62 has dropped by a third. Now, the driving force behind this seismic shift is likely twofold. First, many folks are probably choosing to work longer because they expect to live longer. For many Americans, the idea of a 25 or 30 year retirement retirement isn't uh, very appealing because, well, that's a lot of time to fill. Second, many people are likely working longer simply because they have to. Uh, As we've noted throughout the show, the purchasing power of a monthly social security check isn't what it once was. And for most Americans, pensions are no longer available. So all of which means some folks have to work longer to secure the needed finances to enjoy, obviously, the preferred retirement lifestyle. Well, yeah, and you're making a lot of great points. I mean, you're talking about some of the significant ways that retirement has changed during the last 25 years. So what do you have for us next? So, you know, in our first two segments today, we talked exclusively about the past. So in this final segment, I thought uh, we're going to talk about the future. In fact, a Kiplinger article, 10 Ways Retirement Will Be Different in 2030, is a lot of fun and, you know, provides some thought-provoking insights. In fact, the article's first intriguing nugget is that by 2030, your health may be monitored constantly thanks to trackers capable of highlighting things like vital signs, uh, your electrocardiogram data, blood glucose levels, blood pressures, and more. All of this info will be sent to your doctor's office in real time. And it's also possible that by the beginning of the next decade, uh, implantable microchips will supply your daily medications. Wow. Well, that's a little scary, though, but uh, (laughs) somewhat exciting. Some of that's exciting. And, you know, we're already starting to see things monitored uh, by, you know, you have a little thing on your arm that can monitor your blood sugar levels. And uh, it's amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people will be eager for this technology that's able to keep them healthy in retirement, right? Sure, for sure, Tony. In fact, speaking of technology, by 2030, the science behind self-driving cars will likely be much more advanced than it is today. Um, And as the article notes, drivers between the age of 55 and 74 have fewer injuries and deaths than younger drivers. But at age 75, there's a large surge in deaths and injuries behind the wheel. So what do self-driving cars mean for retirees? Well, it means a ride whenever you need it with just a few taps on an app or on your phone. So no more navigating busy traffic at a time when your reflexes aren't maybe quite as sharp as they used to be. And for your family, no more juggling uh, their schedules to get you to places. Yeah. And, and what about people who are considering getting rid of their car and, and its expenses altogether? You know, that's that's a great point, Tony. Um, another possible boon for older Americans is the potential for increased drone delivery. Um, as long as your order is for, you know, something fairly light, you may be able to get it in less than an hour right at your front door. Now, grandkids spending the night and you forgot the, let's say, bubble bath, have a headache you can't shake, but you're out of aspirin. No more drives to the store. Just 
click a few buttons. Uh, think of it like Amazon Prime's two-day delivery minus about 47 hours. <laughs> well, it's easy to see how valuable that kind of delivery service would be for retirees, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now I'm guessing some of today's listeners have probably shared uh, my frustration when they've arrived at their hotel room door and couldn't get that little car thing to work. Why can't we just have keys, right? Like the old days. Yep. I always grumble to myself. Yep. But guess what, folks? We better get used to it. During the next decade, keys will almost certainly become increasingly you know, antiquated. Soon you'll open the doors in your home, office, and other secure locations with your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. It's starting to happen already, and I think it's clear that in the next decade and beyond, we're going to see a lot of changes and and at uh, a rapid pace that would have probably flabbergasted even the most visionary science fiction authors <laughs> and fans a couple of decades ago, right? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you on that one, Tony. Um in fact, uh, a particular interest to retirees uh, here on the, the article also suggests that by 2030, your medical treatment may be personalized to your genes. Wow. Now, wow. Right. That means your medical care will be completely customized to your genetic makeup, including DNA sequencing that, uh, you know, reveals steps for disease prevention and drug prescription. Now, obviously, this scenario may provide remarkable, remarkable benefits for older Americans. Yeah. And, and as you've pointed out numerous times on the show, healthcare is a huge concern for a lot of folks, especially retirees. So technology that's going to make healthcare easier may increase the quality of life for millions of Americans. That's exactly right. And after healthcare, the next biggest concern I typically hear from my older clients is housing. Many of them want to stay in their current home, but aren't sure they can manage it. Technology may be just the answer. You know, by 2030, it's possible that everything in your home, appliances, TVs, lights, climate control, and more, will be controlled by an app. In fact, half my house already does, Tony. Um, and even your fridge will be able to keep track of what ingredients you have for tonight's dinner. Um, and the structures inside your home may themselves become more adaptable. Uh, Floor-to-ceiling shelves that move out of the way to make it easier for wheelchairs and beds that rise into the let's say, ceiling during the day so that they're out of the way are real possibilities. And beds themselves will be full of sensors designed to give you probably a better night's rest, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing that for some folks out there, uh, some of this is probably a little intimidating too. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. Um, however, I've seen my older clients adapt seamlessly to smartphones, iPads, and even virtual meeting tools like Zoom. So, I urge older folks who are a little tech shy to just give themselves time. No matter your age, many of these potential changes may quickly become second nature. And let's not forget what Christopher Robin told Pooh. You're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Ah, I love it. I love it. Well, I think that's great. And uh, this has been a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything uh. else you want to add before we have to go today, Albert? You know, if, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed today, I encourage you just visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or just call my office at 586-752-7008. And we can discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. 
So that is it for today, Tony. All right. Well, thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.